Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s and 1990s. WNBC, I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me, unfortunately, as always, my co-host, the ghost with the most, Max Lemon Sanders. Is that Casper? A little bit. Max, before we say a word on anything, let me just say, hail to the victors, Valiant. We did it! It's it's good. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Who has it better than us, Max? No one. Just a couple of guys. Just to, who would have thought? Yeah, just Michigan men. It's uh, what a day. What I didn't. Th- I thought we were always going to be an arrogant fan base that never won anything, and we won something. Double down. I know. And now we're going to lose our coach. To the middle of yeah. the table. Yeah. If you keep talking about losing coaches, I'm going to smack you across the face. You already did it with uh, Ben Johnson this morning. You got yeah. me all riled up about the Lions. Like Dan Campbell's going to bite some kneecaps. God bless America. I hope so. Speaking of God bless America. Today we are going to talk about Independence Day, but we're going to talk about it in a special way. What do you say? Hey, hey, hey. What? Why are you? Why Julia you? Gulia? I was accidentally rhyming and I yeah. didn't even mean to. So I have decided to deck myself out in all of my America gear. I've got I was going to say. Fire Station, Army Green, my USA hat. You look very Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. I'm uh, Well, or red because it's fire department. Do red lives matter? Yeah. It's a red. That's a thing? It's a thin red line. You've never seen that? That's a war movie about World War II. No. Vietnam. That's true. That's very true. Wait, no. Korea. Something. Yeah. You're almost there. Yeah. There's, there's only a few wars that you could name. Well, what's, what war is it, Hotshot? More of a 90s movie. Whoa, easy, Hotshot. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Kick, Part the, two? kick the tires and light the <laughs> fires, Big Daddy. More important, can we talk about that shirt that you're wearing? Mr. DNA? Another wonderful gift from our found... Wow. Wow. I just brain farted all over the place from our founders. I don't Stinks think they're founders. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. Another incredible t-shirt from our wonderful sponsors, 80stees.com. And that Mr. DNA is from the one and only Jurassic Park. I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but our family vacation to Hawaii. I think I told you I'm doing that, right? No. We're going to Kauai, which is where they shot Jurassic Park. And there is a like film tour that you can take to see. It. There's actually quite a few movies that are shot in that area. So Can you wear the full white linen outfit with the amber uh, I want cane? To. Welcome <laughs> to Jurassic Park. Dad, you're embarrassing us. <laughs> no, wear an the, amazing idea. Wear, no, wear the gold bloom leather jacket with no shirt. What was it? What's the quote? Uh, life finds life a way. Find, life, life finds a way. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Speaking of Goldblum, we're talking about Independence Day, and we're doing something in the, on the show we like to call recasting. All credit to you. I say this every episode. Many moons ago, three years ago, this is one of our first five episodes that we did. It was our second episode. It was our Princess second episode. Bride. Max came to me and said, "Mo, let's do an episode where we take all of the characters of a movie that we love and recast them with other characters." in that era. Yeah. Now this is an important distinction. I think there's other shows that'll recast movies with today's actors and actresses, but because you and I have not watched a film from the year 2000 forward in the last 10 years, we not stick to 80s and 90s. yesterday. That's true. It was is spicy. it weird? I, I heard heard weird stuff. Every bodily fluid that we have is shown. Okay. Well, I'm going to pass. So, That's no I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but on recasting episodes, what we do is we take not all of the actors and actresses, but the ones that we think are most important. And we say, who else in that decade could have done it as well? And more importantly, when you start thinking about the actor or actress that you're going to swap in there, what other performance are you pulling them from? You pick that part and that's important. It is important because you can't just say, you know, Tom Cruise. Because there's lots of different Tom Cruises. Are there's you running Tom Cruise. There's walking Tom Cruise. <laughs> there's angry. There's in love. Yeah. There's eyes wide shut Tom Cruise. There's crying in front of a book group Tom Cruise. Go. Excellent. So you have to identify the actor or the actress that you want to use. And then you also have to identify the movie you're pulling them from. 
I will have my list. You'll have your list. We might have some overlap. It happens occasionally. I cannot, once I use a movie, it's done. So if I'd use Tom Cruise from Top Gun, which I couldn't do because it's not a 90s movie, because today we're doing 90s oh, movies. Yeah. It was harder, actually. It, it broke my brain a little bit. I will tell you that one of the most pleasant surprises since we moved to 90s movies, oh, but eight days ago, is that I have forgotten how many movies are in the 90s. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a 90s movie. You might be already at the cusp at 99. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. Yeah. And all of our, not I shouldn't say our, all of my film in theater experiences, like mm-hmm. the holy crap opening weekend, I remember it, yep. are all from the 90s. Independence Day. It's one of them. So there's two movies that I remember vividly. And and there's more than this as far as like big blockbuster movies. But there's two movies that I vividly remember being in the theater and being like, this is a moment. This Mm -hmm. is a moment in time. Jurassic Park and Independence Day. I remember being in the theater for Jurassic Park and just being like, this is unbelievable. The theater was packed. Like they were they're engaged. You could hear a pin drop, but you could also hear cheering. Independence Day is one of, and again, the internet's not booming at this time. You don't have spoilers it even, leaking. Does it even exist? Was it Netscape Navigator? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Like, or you, AOL. You've got mail. Yeah. Um, and, and there wasn't as much leakage of information. So you get this teaser trailer. During like, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it just says, like, ID4. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Yeah. They don't give you any information about it, but you just, like, it, the, the, muse, the swell of the music, the graphic, you're like, this is big. Whatever it is, I knew it was big. And they slowly do this. And I just remember, man, 4th of July weekend going to see this movie and being in a packed theater, like you, like standing room only theater. Well, it was Will Smith, like he was the one we grew up with in Fresh yeah, Prince. And yeah. it was his finally him in a like a really cool movie. Yeah, because prior to that, Bad Boys was the only film. He wasn't in Bad This is before Bad Boys. This came out before Bad Boys. Are we going to have to check? I think because I think you're wrong. I'm pretty sure Bad Boys Ooh, came out before this. Fine, let's see. Hit the hit Bad the hit the old Boys, MacBook Will real quick. Da, da, da. 95. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Darn it. But no, but to your point. You just got a taste. Yeah. I actually think it's better that that happens. So you grew up with Will Smith, Uncle Phil, you know, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. His days, not yours. You want to finish the sentence? Chilling out, relaxing, chill, no, cool. chilling out, chilling out relaxing, acting. acting all cool. Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of boys who we were, were up, up to, to no, no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my, and my mom, mom got, got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and, and Uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cabbie and when, when it, it came, came near... near the license, license plate, plate fresh, fresh and there dice in the mirror. mirror. If anything, yeah, I could say that this, this cab was rare. But I forg- I thought, man, forget, forget it. Your home's the Bel Air. I pulled up, up to, to the, the house, house about seven, seven or eight, and, and I yelled, yelled to the cabbie, Yo, smell you later. Look Looked at my kingdom. I was finally there. To live in my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. That was complete middle-aged white guy. Okay, but I got to tell you, mildly impressive. Yeah. I mean, that was unplanned. <laughs> that should be <laughs> the name you of couldn't our, tell that was unplanned. That should be the name of our podcast, Mildly, mildly impressive. impressive. That should be the theme of your wedding. Yeah. Not because of the wedding, because of you. No, because I'm getting married. Sure that's, you are getting that's mildly married. impressive. I want to I want to recreate the marriage scene from The Muppets Take Manhattan for your wedding. Weird. Yeah, somebody's getting married The Gonzo today. wedding? Or? Yeah, the Gonzo wedding. To the chicken? Yeah. He didn't marry Carmella? Not, it's not the Sopranos. <laughs> Tony. It's Camilla. <laughs> Carmella? Sorry, Camilla? That would only be funny yeah, to me, but yeah. it's fine. All right. We're all over the map, as usual. But Independence Day, in the theater, um, let, let me just recap what this movie's about. In an epic adventure film, Independence Day, strange phenomena, phenomena, boom, boo, do, do, do. 
Phenomenal. The John Travolta do, movie? Hot jeez. Ah, I love that movie, by There's the way. There's a connection to this movie. Well, just relax. You're going to get to talk about it. Okay. Um, both aliens. Phenomena surface around the globe. The skies ignite. Terror races through the world's major cities as these extraordinary events unfold. It becomes increasingly clear that a force of incredible magnitude has arrived. Where'd you get this? Oh, IMDb? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good. I like incredible it. magnitude. I'm not done. Is this <laughs> a done? dirty novel? It's Michigan. <laughs> It's Michigan. It's Michigan. It's Mission. Total <laughs> annihilation over the Fourth of July weekend. The last hope to stop destruction is an unlikely group of people united by fate and unimaginable circumstances. Dum dum dum. A good destruction, like chaos movie, is underrated. I think because airplane destroyed them in the eighties, we didn't really get them. Yeah, and it came back in the nineties with like this Dante's Peak, Volcano, Armageddon, Armageddon Contact. Yeah, yeah. Our contact's not a destruction movie. Oh, yeah, it is. They didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, but... Should have sent Poet. <laughs> That's not a chaos movie. The reason I there's think... There's no chaos and There's nothing that happens in contact. I know you like it. A, I do love it. I wanted to bring it up. Jodie Foster is a friend of mine. It's not apt. It's fine. The, <laughs> the, the thing about Independence Day that I think... The, the bones of it are Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Star Wars, contact. and Top Gun. Yeah, obviously. And Top Gun. Yeah. Top Gun? Yeah. Oh, because the, all the aerial fighting stuff. Not just the aerial fighting, but the, like... America? They're like, come on, yeah. bro, come on, brother, kick yeah. the tires. Let, like, like, there's a whole element to it that's Top Gun-ish. And then, like, even at the end, smoking the cigars and, like, walking through the desert, you can hear... Bum, 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 na, na, yeah, 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 okay, like, yeah. I, and I don't mind any of that, but the elements that were built to put this movie together, they said, give me the three or four most successful adventure movies, and let's just beg, borrow, and steal from each of them. You have the entire... I mean, think about the Death Star and the small little port that you have to shoot that missile into. And now in Independence Day, it's, oh, yeah. we have to shut down this window to shut down the shield yeah. to get to this one small little port. And then let's, you know, the Morse code out to everyone else. Dee, 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 dee. Additionally, this is one of those movies where unexplicably, unexplicably, I cry during this movie. I do too. Isn't that weird? Two times. Twice. Yeah. Same yeah. with me. What, what are the scenes or what are the times in the movie you cried? It's the Randy Quaid. I'm back. Okay. That, that, that wasn't it for me. <laughs> Shame on me for yeah. thinking that we would be tied emotionally to something, but continue. And the Bill Pullman speech. <laughs> what? Randy Quaid. He's finally making amends. Do you know what? You know what's amazing? What? I don't know that my scenes that I'm crying over are any better, <laughs> but you picked like the two most absurd. So I, for me, it's when he's sitting in the hallway after his wife dies and he's got to talk to his daughter. And oh no, and that's she, fine. I, I know it's, it's incredible. Spoiler alert. She his should have left dies. earlier. Oh, all right, fine, fine, fine. She's fine. like, I got to speak to people. The second scene that gets me every single time is this. Uh, and, and it's um, it's similar to the we're we're put we're getting the gang back together, mm. right? It all goes back to the Blues Brothers when the entire movie is them getting the gang back sure. together. This is a MacGruber. This yeah. is a variation of it. Yep. Okay, but it's uh, you. Some, I'm just all I can immediately think of is Rick and Morty. Yeah. And when yeah. they're putting I'm the, in. They're yeah. putting the crew yeah. together. Yeah. It's the best. What was it Vampire Truck? Was one of them? Yeah. God, show's so good. Um, <laughs> it is this this moment, this codifying of like. Israel and Palestine are across from each other in it's the airfield, yeah. and Russia and China, they're on our side. That makes you cry? I don't know why. It's so, it's, it's the so world st- in, in a world. Yeah. I mean, the world's on fire right now. So it's so I, stereotypical. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm so lame, but I get like teary-eyed. Yeah. Like, yes, America. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're bringing people together. I just want to see it. Yeah. 
So anyways, uh, I don't even know if we explained this movie at all, but basically... It's a Destruction Alien movie. Yeah, and Will Smith is just, he's a good dude, a good pilot. He wants to fly uh, into space, wants to be a NASA astronaut. So by the way, this is as... He's char- in love with a stripper. Yeah, so. this is how charismatic he is. You think mm-hmm. he's like a winner, he's like a straight edge, he's the coolest guy ever. He is a like makeshift pilot who's dating a stripper yeah. who wants to go to the moon. I know, but he's got heart. <laughs> yeah, he miles and miles, he, Max. He does. Miles and miles. He's the. Is this the coolest Will Smith's ever been? I, I think r- yes. I really like him in this. Men in Black is incredible. But he's the being, first Men in Black. Yeah, is but he's incredible. being he's being brought along. He's vulnerable. For, exactly. He's vulnerable. He's learning. This. Yes. This one, he's just a full built captain. I. And he's punching aliens. He is. I. There's a little bit. A little bit. If I have a complaint about this movie, there's a little bit of like it's too much. Yeah, there's a. That's what, I know that's what you it's love. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet of everything we like. Much. It's a little too much. Two hours and twenty-five minutes. The the destruction is brutal. It too. is the um. So the special effects are incredible for the time. To, to even the, even to the day, today, yeah. but even, but especially for the time. The alien like uh fighter scenes aren't the same way, but the actual destruction of the stuff with the models is yeah. incredible. There's little things that bother me, like uh like you know the R two D two scream when ah! is that actually R two D two? No, but okay, it's, that it scre- is that, that like scream noise when like that you yeah. hear you hear Will Smith scream and then you hear them scream like when they're a dog fighting each other. Yeah, yeah I'm that's like fair. that's a little bit too much. But whatever, I'm not gonna nitpick the movie because that's. Not what we're doing today. Today we are going to recast the movie. Before we recast the movie, I always like to give you the opportunity to throw in a couple wild facts. On this one in particular, I have to assume the box office is the biggest fact. It, it, it destroyed the box office. Yeah, it made eight hundred seventeen point four million dollars. Christ, Max, and three hundred six in the U.S. and Canada. So it made over five hundred yeah. uh, internationally. Internationally, yeah. It's still to this day, I think, the most uh, like most international, uh, most percent. Of international sales for a movie that's over five hundred million dollars. That's wild. I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, it's two hours and twenty five minutes. Uh, hold on, wait a second. While you figure out what you're doing, why don't I just read the entire speech from the from the president's thing? We're gonna fight our right <laughs> to live, to exist, <laughs> and should we win the day, the Fourth of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day the world declared in one voice: we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we will go on living. We're gonna survive. <laughs> That's the line. Today we celebrate our Independence Woo! Day. Did I steal you enough time to get your crap yes. together? And speaking of that speech, <laughs> speaking of that speech, man, it's a great transition. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was here. I have a list on my sheet that says when Max loses track of what he's doing, and that was my number one. Hey, let's hear your facts. I got tons. You? Yeah. This movie's awesome. Fact number one. Fact number two. We don't know if you know this or not, but this is Will Smith's second film. Yeah, his yeah. first one was Bad Boys. Nope. Six Degrees of Separation was his I first know. film. That's what you want to call that a film. It's a great. You haven't even seen it. No, I haven't. Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Who is Donald Sutherland? Donald Sutherland. Is he related to Donald Sutherland? He, Kiefer's brother. By the way, when we do uh, backdraft, that's yeah. going to be an exciting day. That's where I'm coming into studio in all of my fire gear. Can we do It'll a backdraft? Backdraft blown away combo pod. Nope. Sorry, bud. Can't okay. do it. Can we get back to Independence yeah, Day? Yeah, so that's... I gave you plenty of time to get your facts together. That speech, uh, no one was supposed to applaud afterwards. Everyone was so moved, they just started applauding. Isn't that... That would have been weird if no one had applauded. I know. Isn't that... Well, I, mean, I think it was because it was a serious situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. So my favorite fact is that uh, Will Smith, with the best line in the movie, when he's like, what the hell is that smell? Yeah, yeah. And you can feel it. Yeah. So this got filmed in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. and... In the Salt Lakes, there's brine shrimp that die and go to the bottom of the lake. Okay. And when they decompose, they smell and they like kind of get spread throughout the area. Right. No one told Will Smith that. That line was improvised. That wasn't oh, in the script. All right. So he was just pissed that off. Is legit that it yeah. stinks. Yeah. So you could hear it in his voice. He's yeah. really just angry. Will yeah. Smith, 
Will Smith screaming might be one of my favorite things ever. And he screams a lot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the gimp. The gimp. <laughs> I'll never forget when you first did that. Uh, this movie was so A man good. never forgets when his friend does his first <laughs> gimp imitation. This movie caused the delays in uh, Mars Attack and War of the Worlds because they saw how good it was. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I, we can't compete with that no, at no, all. No, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was written in one month. All the newscasters were real TV people, so that felt real, too. Yeah, when they were doing the AI. I like that. It's important, because... I, I know there is... I do know one fact, vaguely, but you'll probably be able to correct me on it. I believe they originally were looking for consent to use the White House, and the White House declined their request to use it because they conditionally declined it because they were talking about Area 51. You're close. Okay. The military was going to be involved. Ah, uh, yes. And they were like, cool, we're psyched to do this. And they're like, Area 51. They're like, hey, we're not psyched to do yeah, this. No, Get the hell out of we here. We don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first rule. I do you see. think there is an Area 51? There is for sure. I don't know what's in there, but there is absolutely an Area 51. You think there's good stuff? I mean, I would think so. Yeah, me too. Isn't that kind of like, I remember when I first saw this movie, the thing I probably liked about it the most was the tip of the hat to the scenario that we all assume. Yeah. Which is like, it exists, and the fact that the president didn't know, and deniability. You think <clears> the <throat> uh, Secretary of State or Defense would have told him at some point, though, uh -huh. it took a Jewish dad berating him to be like, yeah. well, Moisha, <laughs> get over here. Uh, the ad campaign cost $24 million, which yeah. at the time was like unheard of. The money well spent. Even the Super Bowl ad was just $1.3 million, which yeah. is crazy. Uh, that's nuts. And the visual features in this movie... 3,978 F-18 Hornet, Hornets, 52,728 pieces of debris, 3,931 alien attacks, 1,549 missiles, and 220,000 light balls. Watching you struggle through that excited me. Thank you. You were very nervous, and uh, uh, you're not good at reading. They were awkward numbers. Yeah, well, you're not good with numbers or reading. They are not a part of your day-to-day -day life. That's like everything. Well, what do you do in a day that requires numbers? What or would you say is you do here? <laughs> we can do office space too. It's a void. That would be really yeah. good. Uh, really, the pleasure's all on this side of the yeah. table. The um, slimy aliens uh, were made that way with KY jelly. Mm -hmm. So that, by the way, something really bothered me about this movie. It it bothers me every time <clears throat> uh, when they blow up LA. Yep. They show an office building. Yes. And there's this weird guy filing office papers. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? I do. And he's wearing glasses. Yes. And he gets blown away. Yes, yes, yes. And you're like, one, why is this guy filing? Two, why are they spending a good 15, 20 seconds on it? That's the visuals, uh, visual effects supervisor. Oh, that's funny. So they so gave him like a, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It made sense. But Finally. Now it makes sense, yeah. Finally. Finally. Finally, you can sleep at night. Yeah. Years you've been toiling with this. <laughs> uh, Max, I'm going to ask you to wrap up your facts. We got to hop into recasting. How many more you got? Uh, that's it. <laughs> that was aggressive. I thought you could do maybe one more. Okay. I didn't mean to kill you uh, that quickly. It was written in one month. <laughs> Boom. So, Max, uh, as like we, you said, they just stole from everything. I think they did. Uh, let's not hop point in, break though. Let's hop into recasting, and I think we put the order typically, if I'm not mistaken, from like least important character to most important shortest character, shortest to tallest. Shortest to tallest. Perfect. <laughs> Max, why don't we start the recasting with the least important character, although a sweet spot in my heart, Adam Baldwin, who plays Major Mitchell. To clarify, no firm relationship to the Baldwins. I know. Very, very distant. It looks like a Baldwin. He He's does. He's got a Baldwin look. He does. Yeah. So. Very handsome, square-jawed. Uh, you all right there? You got to burp into the mic? <laughs> Sorry. No, we'll keep that. People love that kind of stuff. <laughs> they <laughs> do. Amazing, dude. People do, actually. Can you like, pull it together? I've been good. I've been good. The follow-up to I'm almost oh, put me in couch. Did you ask what I asked? Did you did you ask what I asked you? Did you ever look up and listen to the episode to confirm what I gave you for the title of your autobiography? Yeah, it's uh I got close. I got close. Yeah. The follow-up 
So I got close. Burping into the mic? No, it's, I literally just said it. It's I, I did good. I'm yeah. doing good. <laughs> All right, Max. Uh, so he was in Ordinary People. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, he was really also good. in Full Metal Jacket. Animal Mother. Animal Mother. Yeah. Um, he was Joey in Next of Kin. Yeah. He's the best role he's ever had. It's really good. He's the best part of that movie, actually. He is the best part. Well, maybe not. But um, <laughs> he was Garber in Predator 2. Yep. One of the... C A D A D what D I W they have like a new drug system yeah. at that point like so I'll tell you the role that he was in that I I don't think you've ever seen this movie but I believe it's a '90s movie and it is so you know I have my short list of films that like rattle me to my soul and make me cry hard yeah this is a this is a Mount Rushmore of those Radio Flyer interesting what is that one it is you know how I love the Goonies and the story of youth and everything yeah same thing except these are like abused kids that like escape from, wow. from the king and the king is played by this guy who's like their evil step i think it's their stepdad that like like ruthlessly so is it fantasy or is it well, i don't know what that means is it fantasy well you said the king like is it like in, oh that's just their no that i'm sorry in, that's their name for him it's not fantasy it's okay like, got it yeah there's a fantasy element to it but it's like pants labyrinth like they're yeah, telling no, the story not like that, not like okay that. uh you need to watch it it's okay. gut, it's gut-wrenching is that the cuba gooding jr one with the goofy kid in the radio or no 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 that's just radio that's just radio <laughs> Jesus, Max. That has nothing to do with anything I just said, but that's fine. Radio Flyer. That's how you The word radio the word is radio. in it. No. It's not talk radio, the show either. It's not any of those things. You seen talk radio, the movie? Yeah. You no, have? I have not. Oliver Stone. It's good. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Who goes first? You go first. Okay. I just saw this movie again yesterday, and it awoke something in me for obvious reasons you can appreciate. Oh, Jesus. I watched Species. and Have you watched Species? A long, long yeah. time ago. I went Michael Madsen, who plays Preston Lennox in Species. Okay. He's kind of the no- I don't remember the movie well enough to tell you whether or not this is a good He's pick. the no-nonsense, get get the- uh, Get to the chopper? Get to the alien, like, CIA, like, wet work guy you call in. Okay. And you know who Michael Madsen is, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So no-nonsense, kind of squinty, hard-eyed, you know, doesn't take no guff from anybody kind right. of thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's a lukewarm answer because I'm not as familiar with it, but I'll accept it. I think you'll like mine. Uh, ben Affleck as Fred O'Banion, dazed and confused. He's like twelve. He's not twelve. He's nineteen in that movie. Yeah. He, how old do you think uh, Adam Baldwin is? In Major movie? Mitchell. Yeah. So nineteen. Four year years old. older. Four years older. I'm enlisted I, at eighteen. Two years <laughs> in uh, Army Reg, and then two out. He's yeah. a Four year difference. Okay. He's a major at 23? Yeah, that happens okay. all the time. By the way, Ben Affleck looks a lot like Adam Baldwin. He does. That's also why I picked him. That's fair. Don't challenge mine like you had such a great answer. I thought mine was good. I My backup you. was Kurt Russell in Stargate. Of course it was. God, Stargate's another great movie. It is. Uh, our next character, I'm going to make you go first on all of these because yep. that's just the kind of guy I am. Okay. Our next character is Brent Spinner. Is it Spinner or Spiner? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to say it's Spinner. Who plays Dr. Brackish Aukin. Akun? <laughs> sure. Sure. He's a left tackle for the Seattle he's, Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> Akun, that's really funny. That's a great call. He's the doctor. He's yeah. The, he's the Release wild. Me. Yeah. Release me. <laughs> I think something's there, happened there, to his throat. There can be a piece. We can die. I mean, how can you skip the best line in the movie? There can be a piece. We can negotiate. What do you want from us? Skittles. <laughs> Listen, butter. You get too excited, and then you just start spewing stuff. I need you to focus. Come okay, on, come on. Sorry, timing. Sorry, timing's everything. So we should telepath through this thing. Yeah, right. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> That's what would happen if I tapped in your brain. I'd pass out. I, I follow the. By ground. the way, Bill Pullman, excellent actor. 
When he's getting telepathed, it is some terrible he's acting. He's getting telepathed. That's <laughs> the word. What's it called? It's, I don't know if it's getting telepathed. <laughs> he's getting telepathed. <laughs> I think something's wrong with him, sir. Yeah. yeah. Is this glass bulletproof? <laughs> no. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy animal. All so, right, Max, who do you want? Who do you want for this guy? First By all, the way, he's Data from Star Trek. Yeah, it's like he's he looks familiar, and you're like, oh my god, he's Data. Yeah, yeah. But Data's so friendly, and this guy's so weird. Super weird. He's also the uh, skeptic. That's a key point. Yeah, you know, gotta go weird on this. So guy. he's the skeptic, Doctor Bob, and phenomenon too. Yep. Who's testing John Travolta? He's also in uh, I Am Sam. He's the shoe salesman. I don't know if you've seen I Am Sam. I have. It's super. I okay. Like it. Man, yeah, you don't like emotional stuff. Yeah. All right, Max, who do you got? Who I you, nailed this one. Oh my god. I hope we have the same one. So, no, you don't. You definitely don't. <laughs> so you gotta have the crazy weird doctor who's kind of more into the science or more into the kind of studying of things than the actual reality. Like people are like, hey, people are dying. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, whoops. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I went Gregor from Waterworld. John Fleck. I have never seen Waterworld. Shut up. <clears throat> what is wrong with you? It was so, it was panned as being such a terrible movie, and I just never have seen it. It's like Mad Max on the Sea. Yeah. Mad Max on the Sea sounds like an incredible cocktail. Yeah, it does. I'll order the Mad Max on the Sea. So he's this weird kind of inventor guy who has like all these gadgets and like can, uh, has a little ship and like a little airplane and stuff okay. like that. And he's kind of mad and kind of. And his name's it. Max and he's on the sea. No, but I can't believe you haven't seen Waterworld. All right, Max. Jesus. That was my best pick. Wow. And I get no I'm reaction. Sorry. Yay. <laughs> sound, okay. I'll get a sound effect in here. Hey. I'm going to record that and I'm going to actually listen to that when That's I feel great. down. You should do that. Yeah. I think you're going to like mine more, but I don't know yours, so I can't necessarily yeah, say you, that. Yeah. I'll give you a clue to whose mine is, though. Who? You ready? Yeah. He's got the whole world in his... Is it Dave? <laughs> Kevin Klein? No. Steve Buscemi, Garland Green oh from Con Air. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's... Oh, let me think. Think about, like, the yeah, yeah. weirdness. Yeah, and yeah. just, like, he's such, like, a, a an oddball and, like, his, having him as the doctor. Like, his non-high energy in that movie, though. I know. I think so it would be great. You want to switch it up. Well, remember, because in recasting, you don't always have to just yeah, find yeah, no. someone who follows the You think you can amplify by being I think weirder. he would be... Yeah, that's pretty good. Dude, he's been isolated at Area 51 for 20 years. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah. Like, so the weirdness that Data does is great. Yeah. But this weirdness is a whole kick it up a notch. So he takes the president's daughter out on a joyride? Spice, a little spicy. <laughs> There, absolutely. <laughs> He's got the whole world. All right. I had a ba- uh, do you have any backups or no? No, I don't think we're gonna do backups. Cause, okay. Because you decided to give us fifteen people to list today, so backups will probably be. We'll only do backups if we end up duplicating each other. Okay. Duplicate. <laughs> uh, What's that from? I'm nothing. I just made it up. <laughs> do you like it? Feel free to use it. Uh, next character, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Man, she is beautiful. Beautiful lady. You know what's crazy? She's so beautiful, we think she's a mo- an A-less movie star. Oh, she's a model. She's done nothing. I know. Movie-wise. Yeah, she was originally a model, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I, I think know. of her in the top echelon, like Halle Berry, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's won an Oscar yeah, yeah. and been in a ton of, mov- yeah, ton of no, movies. No, no, she's so had much. one good movie besides oh, she's this. She's not an incredible actor. She's very pretty. Kill Bill 1. She- well, I was going to get to that. She okay. plays in uh, Independence Day. She plays Jasmine Dubrow and Dubrow. And she obviously, uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, uh, Vernita Green. Copperhead. Yeah. yeah. Deadliest woman in the world with a knife. That's right. Yeah. I had a girl. I love uh, Yes, with the knife. I was yeah, trying yeah. to remember what uh, the other one's thing was, but it wasn't the knife. You're nope. right. Yeah. Max, who have you, my my recasting for this is the laziest one I've ever done in my entire life. But really? continue. Yeah. Was it her from down. another movie? No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's actually would be even lazier. <laughs> who are you recasting Vivica A. Fox with? Uh, I hate to do this because I like Will Smith a lot. 
but Jada Pickett Smith and set it off. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. She's just she's sexy. She's fun. From she's, what movie? Set it off. You set said? it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You seen set it off, right? Nope. You're, you're gonna get a lot of like I I, I her Queen Lativa Vivica Fox Robin whoa, slow down Robin Banks yeah it's a bank robbery movie All right, good. yeah sounds good she's really sexy mm-hmm. and I mean like she's she's a good actress yeah. she really is yeah yeah. yeah. She acted like she was in love with Will Smith for 30 years, so that's really Zing. good. Huzzah. <laughs> All right, Max. Are uh, you ready for my lazy, lazy, lazy answer? Yep. Demi Moore, Aaron Grant, striptease. <laughs> that is really lazy. But. Whitewashing the movie. All right. But uh, easy. Come on now. Yeah. It's not like this is. Only little, two black characters. Little, uh, come on. I'm just picking <laughs> recasting. I'm not. Obviously. Come on. I got to make you feel like a, a jerk. Or are you January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Four more. All right, guys, here we go. Here we go. This is where you take it too far. It's like my kids. You yeah. got your good joke. I laughed yeah. at it. Okay. Um, first of all, <laughs> let me tell you something. Demi Moore is 160 Native American. That, that Demi Moore <laughs> is... Uh, Trip is a bad movie. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. But 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 she's terrible but in it, she too. She's really terrible in it. Look, I told you it was lazy. I have a thing for Demi Moore, and she's a stripper in this movie. And Vivica A. Fox is a stripper in Independence Day, so I don't have anything else to support. What else? Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls. That would be actually a really good answer. Super too. lazy. Is Showgirls a '90s movie? Yeah, oh, I add that to the list. Yeah. Wow. All right, next, next. How would we possibly do that? Just relax. After next, dark. Next up, <laughs> buzzing the tower after dark. Just us naked. Max Sanders and Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> That's where we'll use that song, Hot Chocolate. Everyone's a winner for our theme music. Next up, we've got Harvey Firestein. I almost called him Weinstein. Weinstein yeah, me too. Times it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, who plays Marty Gilbert. Yep. Classic, classic voice. You definitely remember him from Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, you know, also Mulan. He's the, the three soldiers, the short little soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's Ms. great in this. Dances, uh, not Dances with Wolves. Jeez, Louise. That's a smooshy. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> Dances with smooshy. You're a smooshy. <laughs> Who are you recasting for him? Uh, this is the most obvious one that I picked. Yeah. It's perfectly fit. Okay, so should I do the obvious one or the one that's not yours? Do the one that's not mine. Uh, well, maybe you don't have to say one. I went I'll, at- go, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah. Nathan Lane, Albert, the birdcage. Uh, my obvious one was Robin Williams, the birdcage. <clears throat> yeah. So Nathan Lane's better. Yeah. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, I think you need someone hairier and more New Yorky. You know what I mean? Like Robin yeah, Williams. Maybe, yeah, maybe. All right. What is your non-obvious one? Uh, Albert Brooks, the scout. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is good. Albert Brooks is so funny. He's great. Have you seen um, Defending My Life? It's one of the greatest movies. I yeah. love that movie. That's an 80, 90, I don't is know. It, I, think it's, it's, I think it's 80s. Yeah. Um, but the best part about that movie is they can eat whatever they want. Yeah, I love watching that. <laughs> you watch that part, <laughs> you just my slow heaven. down. That's You're my like, heaven. Sign me yeah. up. All right. But I w- he's the guy I wouldn't change the most actually out of this movie. Yeah. I think he makes it just as like oh, the, he's great. Yeah, the New Yorker guy. Yeah, I just the, the the whole thing about him constantly like yelling and trying to help out. Um, Call my therapist yeah, for right. three hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> you can put me through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's go to the least impressive character. Who do you think is the least impressive character here? Uh, Marilyn Whitmore, played by Mary McDonald. McDonald. It's the president's wife. Yes. I don't know. I just want to punch her. Well, so it's funny. That's weird. Um, but she should have got on the helicopter earlier. Take her out for a second. Okay. She's actually a really good actress. So she is. She's in some movies. So she's in Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Uh, she stands with a fist, which, by the way, should be your name. She's in one <laughs> of my favorite 90s movies of all time, which we're going to do on the show, Sneakers. 
It's a weird movie. I love that movie. She's Liz. Yeah. She's in Blue Chips. Yep. 12, she's the ex-wife. She's the judge in Twelve Angry Men. Yep. She's what? Yeah. She's the judge in she's Twelve. The judge in Twelve Angry Men. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. A 1960s movie about yeah. They did a remake of it. Next. Okay. It's not the original Twelve Angry Men. Okay, cool. Yeah, just retickety bro. I'm like Jesus Christ. You time traveling son of a gun. She's Donnie Darko's mom. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. She was great. In, uh, oh my God, that's another 90s movie. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a movie that'll be interesting to do. Is it fun to talk about movies that are that confusing? I don't think it's that confusing. It's a time travel movie. Yeah, it is. I mean, was Back, to the, Back to the Future confusing yeah. for you? A little bit. <laughs> was Hot Tub Time Machine <laughs> confusing for you? That was delightful. <laughs> Still go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Battle Scar. Gla- Battle Scar? Battlestar Galactica, she's President Laura Roslin. Grey's Anatomy, she's Dr. Virginia Dachshund. So. You've you got her most important role. Hit me. In Tiger Warsaw, she's Paula Warsaw. She's mm, his sister. Mm, 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 it's a Swayze movie. I'm I'm a well aware of what yeah. Tiger Warsaw is. Okay. You and I had to watch every Swayze movie ever made. That was the worst one. Episode. That was the worst one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Max, who do you have replacing her? I like mine. I don't love it, but I like it. Uh, so you need someone kind of strong who's going to be the first lady. Pretty good looking, too. Yeah. And like kind of... She's the emotional heart of this movie, kind of like you feel bad for her. She's the one that dies. You're, gi- the- you're giving all of the reasons I picked mine, so be, I'm curious if we have the same one. No, I don't think you do. Okay, uh, I went Helen Hutton, a Helen Hutton Twister. Oh, yeah, all right. interesting. Because just a, like strong, powerful kind of like leadership woman. Okay, and you'd feel bad. She's so like friendly and kind. You feel bad when she dies. I'm similar in your explanation, but I went Susan Sarandon as Jackie Harrison from Stepmom. That's good too. Um, she's less likable because she's kind of a brat to Julia Roberts but she for a flips hot minute, by the but end. she flips. Yeah. And, yeah, and plus, Susan Sarandon uniquely inhabits the space of woman that can play older, more powerful woman who's also still, like, gorgeous. Yeah. You know, like, in that kind of like, gap of, of Hollywood allowed her to be both young and old at the same time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She yeah. was very smart beyond her years. Correct. She's like a wise Very old. talented. Yeah. Very, very talented. Bill, Bill Durham was my favorite for yeah, her. I, I know you love Bill Durham. Durham, Durham, <laughs> Bortles. Remember, uh, remember what was his name? What was the quarterback's name? Uh, Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Remember yeah. when I used to say that if you said Blake Bortles with a Russian accent, it sounds like bottle service. Bortles service. <laughs> no, I don't remember. No, you that. Don't remember that. It's it was really strange. popular a few years ago. I'm surprised you didn't catch on to it. Max, uh, why don't we do like a couple more and then we'll take a break? Okay. Uh, how about James Redburn? Rebhorn? Rebhorn. Reb, Rebhorn plays Albert Zemitsky, uh and Secretary the of jerk, Defense. The bad guy. Yeah. Right? He's, he's the like outside of the aliens, he's the protagonist. Antagonist. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. <laughs> Pro, so, anti, whatever. <laughs> so he's got a hateable face. Where were you January 6th? <laughs> at <laughs> home. At home. Looking at shocked. I was at mosque. Or uh no. No, temples. Synagogue. Synagogue. Baby. Yeah. Mosque. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's a complete that guy. He was in My Cousin Vinny, Basic Instinct, Set of a Woman, Carlito's, <laughs> Way, Carlito's Way, Blank Check, White Squall, The Game. The Game, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, meet the Parents and The Box. Mm-hmm. So you got to have someone who's like hateable, who can also be very kind of pushing the president around, but also can get pushed back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I went with Frank Langella and Dave. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's not a bad pick. Yeah, because he's so hateable, and you want to you want to cheer when he gets fired at the end, even though it means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with too you. Too hateable. 
Maybe. Okay. But mine's not a whole lot. What better. about Billy Zane in Titanic? That's a good one. Yeah. But he's. I have a child. I went with. Uh, you're gonna like this one. This is a lot of, out of left field. Broke Do you ever lot. say like I'm gonna hate this one? Well, I broke a lot of rules for this one. Charles Montgomery Plantagenet Stick Grubber. What? You might know him as Monty Burns from The Simpsons. It's not. How is that possible? That's who I picked. <laughs> Think about it. He he like looks like um. We're gonna have an we're gonna have a Roger Rabbit moment in this movie. Why not? Would it be the most ridiculous thing in this movie? Yes, yes, it would. You know what I find incredible about what? you? If I could take a moment, I understand that this is not <laughs> a standard variety answer, garden variety answer. But like to you, the person who does this all the time, yeah. for you to look at me and say we're gonna have a Roger Rabbit moment in this movie, <laughs> like for you to get on your pedestal with me about making this choice is outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. Okay. Just we're on the same page. Sorry. I like Mr. Burns. I had Mickey Mouse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Steamboat Willie. It's public domain now. We I know. Can, we can have Steamboat, Steamboat Willie on the show. Willie. Willie. Steamboat Willie. Try to take us down, YouTube. I'm welcome, Steamboat. Welcome buzzing the Willie. We're buzzing the Steamboat Willie. Buzzing the Willie. That doesn't sound good. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like more buzzing the tower after dark to me. Buzzing buzz the Willie. <laughs> All right, Max. One more, and then we'll break for our uh, have a little commercial break. What do you got? Who's next? Best character in the movie, Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Captain <laughs> Jimmy Wilder. He's on the screen Why for like- we are here <laughs> on this day? <laughs> and like when he was doing the proposal, he's like, this is a wedding ring. Yeah. Hey, man. That, I, They're I, never going to let you fly the space shuttle if you're marrying a stripper. I, I, I love the honesty. Like, anybody would ever say that to their friend. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, I really dig your fiance, but she's a stripper. You may not want to marry her. Well, if you want to be an astronaut, probably not, I right? Mean, I don't know. In the 90s? I feel like the 90s was very forgiving. It's the beginning of the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> so this role initially was offered to Matthew Perry. Really? Yeah. I don't know how that would have worked out. He's funny. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I could kind of see it. Yeah. My, an- my answer for this is absurd. I mean, he's musically talented. Harry Connick Jr., I feel like, could have done a lot more. He did this movie, Hope Floats, that people love a lot. Uh, I mean, his biggest role, obviously, is American Idol. He's also the voice of uh, Dean McCoppin from Iron Giant. Yeah. Remember, like, the beatnik hippie dude? I haven't seen Iron Giant. I need to watch oh, it. How can you? It makes, oh it, it makes you cry, right? It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Is it really good? It's good? so good. It's Vin Diesel as a robot, it's right? It's so yeah. good. Okay. Iron Giant's like... Yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah. It, even you'll be touched by the parts that you should be touched by. Yeah. It's just really, it's a well-built like, movie. I cried when Randy Quaid farted. It's unbelievable. <laughs> can't believe you cried in that scene. <laughs> I got this one nailed, though. <clears throat> Do you now? Because you need the coolest guy in the room. Okay. You need someone kind of like having a good time. And Does got, he come across as the coolest guy? He comes across as goofy to me. I, I think that's cool. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or the funniest, goofiest guy in the room. Okay. I went Matthew McConaughey and Ed TV. Okay. Kind of a little bit of a lovable loser. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's believable that he can't outwit the aliens and the ship and all. Yeah. Yeah. Or Days Confused. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, give me Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura from Ace Ventura Pet shut, Detective. Shut up. <laughs> no, think about it. <laughs> We're going to get the aliens. All righty then. Terrible we are gathered here today. Why we are here, who knows? All righty then. This is the most el- this is the most elite fighting force the, the humanity like he's has. Got, he's not going to be totally leaning into Ace Ventura. You said pick the role that reminds you of this. It does. It makes me think of him. This is like goofy over the top. Like who gets in there? Who gets in the cockpit? And then they're like in fighting formation. And like, wow, we are here today. 
Like, like was his is his call sign the Reverend? I think so. I think it is. Yeah, Jim Carrey could do that. Yeah, but it, that's like the B level comedy. That's cornball comedy. Yeah. Jim Carrey is actually like a good comedic. I'm <laughs> looking for aliens and a clean pair of shorts. <laughs> is he gonna have the haircut? Come in, coach. <laughs> is he gonna have the haircut? Of course and he a is. Ballerina. Hundred percent. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. This is so stupid. <laughs> How lazy were you with this pick? That was lazy. I thought it was a good pick. You got Demi Moore. Demi know. Moore was a good pick. Yeah. I could argue that Jim, and Mr. Burns, Burns, whatever. Whatever, Max. Whatever. Ten minutes beforehand, you're like, oh, man, I got a podcast. <laughs> that's, that hurts. <laughs> let's, let's that take, hurts. That's not funny. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right. A quick note from our sponsors. Max, today's episode is brought to you by 80stees.com. Have you ever wanted to get a t-shirt? Called Quince Shark Fishing from the seventies movie Jaws. Yes. Or how about much. how about He Man? How about the Care Bears? How about the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man? You These name are all good it. Stuff. They got it at 80s eighties movies, eighties cartoons, eighties music, superheroes, eighties television, and nineties nineties <laughs> for all of that as well. Yeah. You can get the softest, coziest, most wonderful T-shirts that are out there, like the one you're wearing. I have a whole closet full of them. Go to eightiestees.com today. Pick out your favorite shirt or six. Buy it. Receive it, wear it, living your nostalgia right in front of your very. It's face. pretty good. It's pretty good. Where are we? Where do we leave off, Max? With my awesome pick of uh, Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Where are we at now? Right, start- now, now we're getting into the thick of it. I got some good ones. Yeah. We're- now, now we got the most attractive woman yes. in this movie. Actually, no, Vivica A. Fox. No, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Is, but but got- I like I like uh, Margaret Collin who played Constance Spano. Constance Fry. Constance Fry. All right. So she's three men and a baby. Yeah. She's Tom Selleck's like quasi on again, off again girlfriend. Yeah. Who blows him off for the cello player. It's perfect because she's the kind of woman can, that actually can go toe to toe with Tom Selleck, yeah. which is rare. That's very rare. Yeah. That mustache. That In the 80s, son too. Son of a gun. He's, he's so attractive. Who do you have playing the critically important role of uh, Mr. Goldblum's lady? So she's got to be lovable. You got to take her seriously. And you have to factor in who you're putting in for Goldblum because yeah. there has to be some chemistry, chemistry between yeah. the two of them, too. I want Andy McDowell in Groundhog's Day. That's good. Yeah. She's great in that. She's the best. Does, does anyone dislike Andy McDowell? No. I love Groundhog's Day. I mean, of course. Does anyone hate Groundhog's Day? Yeah. It, it wasn't critically. It didn't do that well. In what? A lot. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Ned? Ned, Ned Ryerson? Yeah. That's a good pick. I yeah. like your pick. I'm yeah. happy with it. Thank you. Uh, I went Sandra Bullock. Annie. Speed. Ooh. Yeah. A little different. No. But like still that like very similar to what you said. The yeah. likable... Girl next door, everyone can dig her. We've hit know? the '90s rom-com part pretty good, yeah. right there. Yeah. I like that. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I ne- like. What do they call? What does he call her? Panther or Wildcat? Sex Panther <laughs> works fifty percent of the 60% time. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. time. That doesn't like make that. sense. No, it doesn't. Like that. All right, now my favorite character, <laughs> Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid playing Russell Case. So I mean, Randy Quaid, outside of being in Vacation and Christmas Vacation as Cousin Eddie, more important to me. He's Loomis in the Wraith. I, you love the Wraith, yeah. And Caddyshack to Peter Blunt, yeah. The but attorney. You so he, you know he got a <laughs> he got nominated for an Academy Award for what in 1973. He's in this movie called The Last Detail with Jack Nicholson. Oh my God! So like he was a big deal, and oh, also wow. uh, so two important things. Uh, one is he was the voice of Capital One credit cards for 2004 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. I gotta find I a commercial with him and all yeah, that. Yeah. He also was in Days of Thunder in Major League, by the way. Oh, what's he in Major League? He's uncredited, In the second one, I think he's one of the fans, remember, when they were like... Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. 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 But also, he's in Brokeback Mountain as the kind of... 
Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? No, but I can't believe he's in that. That's so wild. He boss, your favorite film. And he kind of like has disdain for them because mm-hmm. they're, you know, alternative lifestyles in Wyoming in the 50s. I love how you tiptoe around how you want to say that. Bumping uglies? What All do you right. want me to say? There's nothing ugly about it. How about bumping pretties? <laughs> want to go bump pretties? <laughs> All right. So he's the... Did you ever hear about how they were going to remake... Uh, they were going to remake that movie, but with two women, and it was going to be like Margot uh, Robbie and someone else. That's and, just a porn. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. By the way, someone, Dustin asked me this question yesterday, one of our fans. He said, whose career would you rather have, Dennis Quaid or Randy Quaid? Dennis Quaid. I'd say Randy Quaid. No, because that <laughs> is, that's the show. Not lifestyle wise. space. Yeah, but you get to be uh, Cousin Eddie. Okay. You are Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. There's a lazy answer and there's a good answer. I've got the best answer. The lazy answer is Commander Krill from Under Siege. Yep. So that's Gary Busey just no, being Gary Busey. I, I, yeah. I'm so happy that you just said what you said. Continue, please. Buttered sausage. You Continue. Know. <laughs> the fun answer, I'm not sure it would work. It might be a little controversial. Jeremy Piven in PCU. Yeah. Kind yeah, of just a little a, bit. I a could little, see that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be more like a smart guy who like didn't. I think he's too handsome. Yeah. But, I but, like, it, but I he's like really pick. bald in that movie. Remember, yeah. it kind of takes yeah. away his handsomeness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary Busey, Angelo Pappas, Point Break. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's only one man yeah, it's that you can trade out yeah. for Andy Quaid in this role, and that's Gary Busey. It's hyper lazy. Yeah, but it's 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 perfect. When you said that, I was like, yes. Did you make yes. this list lying down? You just picked Gary Busey. I said the lazy answer. I don't well, care. Yeah. It's not lazy. It okay. fits well. Jesus. Don't get on my butt about that. <laughs> All right, moving on to Loja. Robert Loja. Ah. Um, I'll go first on this one. Okay. He played General William Gray. You know, did I say this before that the director told him to watch Airplane to get inspired for this movie? You did, okay. which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scarface, he's Frank Lopez, yep. which is still to date, I think, his best role. Uh, Armed, no. and, Armed and Dangerous, he's Michael Carlino, yeah, <laughs> his that's really second good. best role. Over the top, your guy, Jason yeah. Cutler, the grandpa. <laughs> Big, he's McMillan. Which a lot of people would say was his best role. Necessary roughness, Coach Wally Rigg and the Sopranos. Feach. Oh yeah, he is in yeah, Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. You forgot Officer and Gentleman. He's the weird dad. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Who I got, uh, I got nowhere to be to go. Yeah. To do. I mean, he's with his son getting Vietnamese women back to his house. That's something. Yeah. Not what I would do with my son, but yeah. I'm not gonna judge. Loja's great. Who do you got, Max? Uh, you need someone crazy, but also in this movie. This is his most likable role. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he's actually the general general that he trusts. So I went Tom Sizemore in Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that's good. Because he actually has it together for that movie. Yeah. And you want someone big and imposing and yeah. kind of like, but there's a heart underneath it. Yeah. And I thought Sizemore could do it. Yeah. I like that pick. Uh, James Can, Sam Winters, the program. Coach Winters. <laughs> that, that's it. That's, uh, it's James Con, by the way. I said Con. You said Can. I said Con. Sorry, do it again. James Kahn. You're right. I did say can. He's bad in the program. He's lazy. What? I'm going to forget that you said that. The program is amazing. He's he's great in the program. He is a. He's tired. He's a a football coach who keeps his cool and then flips a table of water over at the end. Okay. And Um, that to me is what Loja is in this. Like keeps his calm. When does he flip the table? When he says, you get in that plane, president. (laughs) We're going to go eradicate these aliens. <laughs> he doesn't say that. All right. <laughs> now he's mechanic. <laughs> no more uh, recasting for Mo. God, what, why? <laughs> these are, these are, God, you're being really harsh <laughs> on me today. Uh, give me Judd Hirsch as Julius Levinson. By the way, who Taxi. Else? Yeah. 
And also, I mean, uh, the most important is Ordinary People. He was the uh, Dr. Berger. Yes. Who Robin Williams based the Goodwill Hunting character on. That I did not know. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, who, I mean, do you, who do you like for this role, this important old Jewish grandpa role? Yeah. And, uh, by the way, when he says, no one no one knew what happened besides my David. When you say my David, that's yeah. like the most Jewish, Jewish father. Oh, my, my God. Max. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, it, my Maxie. <laughs> Love is all you need. John Lennon said it. Very mm. smart man. Shot mm. in the back. Mm. Terrible. Mm. <laughs> like He is everybody's, like, Jewish uncle or Jewish grandpa. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, for sure. For he's sure. also the dad in Uncut Gems. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uncut Gems? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm proud of this pick. I went Walter Matthau. Walter, Whoa, easy. Uh, Albert Einstein in IQ. Okay. Because he was just a loving, you know, fun grandpa that wanted the best for his daughter. That's a good pick. Yeah. I went I went Jack Lemon as uh, John Gustafson from Grumpy Old Man. That's good, too. I, same type of feel, though, like that. They're the same person, I basically. Know. We said Walter Matthau. Yeah. I was like, oh, they were both in that with each other, too. Yeah. Max, we're getting into the one, two, three, four, last four, last three. Last three. These are the ones where These you, are the important you ones. won't be able to call me lazy because I I got you I got oh, you some stuff good? in here that you're gonna like a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Let's start with mm. your guy, the fr- guy, friend of the show, Jeff Goldblum. I love him so much. Who plays David Levinson? Yeah, his his career is wild. It's insane because you look at his 80s. You get the big, I'm not doing all of them. But Wait, can, the, can I tell you what movie started in first? Yes. Do you know his first role? No. I watched it for the first time mm-hmm. on a plane a month ago. Mm-hmm. It was Death Wish. Death Wish. Which Charles Bronson? With Charles Bronson. Yeah. yeah. So the people that kill his wife okay. and uh, molest his daughter, yeah, yeah. he's one of the freaks Oh wow, that does that. Mm. Isn't that weird? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yes, he's also yes, a tricycle yes. man in Nashville. Yes, yes, yes. More importantly for people that would actually know these roles, <laughs> The Big Chill, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, yep. Silverado, The Fly, Vibes, Jurassic Park, and Independence Day. It's crazy. And then obviously he has, he has this like career arc where he's like, Hiding and then poof, he's up. All of a sudden, he's in Rag now. You know, yeah, like a Thor and now he's movie. just himself. He just gets to play himself over and over <laughs> again. He has leaned into who he is quite well, uh, and he is in that Christopher Walken. You know, yeah, like, he's an imitation. Yeah, he's great. Also, the Great White Hype and Holy Man are great too. Yep, absolutely, I love those so much. Yeah, it's great movies. Uh, who? I'll let you go first. Oh, and also, he does all the Wes Anderson movies: mm-hmm. uh, Asteroid City, Grand Budapest Hotel, Life Aquatic, Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm. He's just—I don't know—he's he's just a he's handsome, very gold bloomian. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Who you got, Max? I love mine. This is my favorite pick of all of mine. For I think sure. I might steal yours. <laughs> I really hope not. Because you need an eccentric, handsome doctor that's Damn a little it. strange. Damn it. If it's, you pick mine, I'd be so mad, Max. It's Nick Cage from yeah, The Rock. Stanley yeah, Stanley yeah, The Rock. It's the oh, that's movie. the perfect yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I had. Yeah. God damn it. It's perfect. It is perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the same time in their lives where they're both like, wow, this guy's really handsome, yet yeah. he's smart and quirky yeah. and fun. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> incredible that... <laughs> I, and so by default, what I actually just did is I said you had the best pick ever because yeah. I was sitting here saying this is my best pick for the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just unquestionably right. Yeah. Like he's he's perfect. It's I mean, because you need to have chemistry with a tough guy, too. And you need to have chemistry with the girl that I picked for that role as well. Yeah. Which going back to that is for me. Uh, oh, my God. Who did I pick? Sandra Bullock. Thank you. That works. I, I love Nick yeah. Cage. Sandra Bullock would have been perfect. That works really well. Crap. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next, Max. Uh, we've got Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman plays uh, President Thomas Whitmore. Never forget that his most important role was uh, Spaceballs. Lone Star? Lone Star. Yeah. Really funny. Incredible. Also, his first role was uh, in Ruthless People, which is a really funny movie you haven't seen. No, I've It's not. a David Zucker like parody movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a League of Their Own. Yep. He was Bob, Gina Davis's husband. Which is hard to do. Like Gina Davis in that movie is so awesome and beautiful. It's yeah. like... 
you need someone who can actually be like, oh, he could marry her. Yeah, and yeah. it's Bill Pullman. Yeah, no, yeah. he did good. He did good. Uh, Max, who do you have for replacing Bill Pullman, the president? So El Presidente. Yeah, so it's got to be someone impactful, powerful, kind of classically good-looking. I went Kevin Costner and JFK. Okay. Because he's just presidential in general. And okay. You know what I mean? Like, you want that American-born. And I think he could give a good speech. He keeps he keeps an even keel throughout the movie. Like, Costner does not kind of, he's a very kind of methodic, you know, kind of like a very cool leveled, his heart rate is down kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. And that's what Bill Pullman is. I have movie. no issue with Fighter your selection. Pilot. I liked it. Yeah. I think that, so you look at Bill Pullman's career and there's a question of like, why didn't he have more of a career? And I have an answer for that. Okay. You have used the term. Um, market corrected? Yep. And he was market corrected by Bill Paxton. Bill yeah. Paxton and Bill Pullman, aside from looking very much alike. Yeah. Inhabited a lot of the same type of roles. They were they were personalities were very similar. Uh, Big Love. Did you ever get into Big Love? No, but I hear it was really good. It's incredible. Yeah. Like you could see either of them being in Big Love and and successfully doing that role. So for me, I went with and then I start looking at Bill Paxton and the different roles that he had in the nineties. I went with Bill Harding, Twister. Bill Harding? Yeah. Who's Bill Harding? That's Bill Paxton plays. Oh, Bill got it. Got it. I thought that was the actor. No, no, sorry, no, I got that's confused. All right. That's all right. Yeah. I'm like. I just told you who it was. He plays. No, that's good. That's good. It's really good, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I took the air I out of your tires. Of no, this has been a great episode. Um, I'm, I'm really feeling good about recasting episodes. You punched me in the gut at every turn. So thanks. Yeah. It's great. No, Paxton and Twister is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Be done. Jean Jacket King. Or Queen. Well, I don't know what you just said, but I like it. Max, we're down to the final one. Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? Captain Steve Hiller. Can we talk about Will Bad Smith Boys? Mike Lowry in so, '95, Independence Day in '96, and Men in Black in '97. Even more incredible during that period of time, he's just turning out like absolute bangers of music. Big like, Willie style. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Enemy of the State, underrated too. Really Love good. That Enemy of the State. Every year for about five straight years, he had like a very up until Wild Wild West, which is not a bad movie if you go back to it. It's just no one knew it was going to be hokey and campy yeah, and that weird. My thing. Wasn't yeah. My thing. What do you th- feel about I Am Legend? I love I Am Legend. Yeah. Um, Ending's okay. You know, it actually makes me think uh, something we didn't talk about when I was watching Independence Day in the theater mm-hmm. and the crowd's packed. It's unbelievably packed. And that scene where um, Vivica A. Fox and her child and the family dog Boomer yeah. are escaping in the tunnel and they make it into like this utility closet. Boomer! And she goes, Boomer! When the dog survives. Yeah. I've never been in a theater <laughs> where more people cheered and more like the the loudness of it was like a stadium. Yeah, it was incredible. The opposite of that is I Am Sam, which I love that movie to death. And when his dog I am died, legend, yeah. I'm sorry, I Am Sam, I Am, I am when Legend. They killed him when they kill the dog, and I Am Legend. Yeah, I was like, that didn't have to be the. Guy. I'm sobbing, like, yeah, hands shaking, crying. I'm like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, never kill a dog in that. a movie. Nope. Yeah, that's like rule number one. So, you or do- if you do it, you have to basically go the route of. Um, John Wick. John Wick. You yeah. have to go the route of John Wick. Yeah, it's the ultimate where offense. It's, yeah, where it's like yeah. Venge- yeah. like six films of murdering <laughs> and vengeance. Yeah, he's killed two hundred Re- people. Totally reasonable. Yeah, totally reasonable. It's good you, got, you got all the all the guys who love like action films, and then all the guys who are like puppy lovers, and they're like, I'm I'm on board with this. Yeah, That's exactly. how I would react. So for Captain Steve Hiller, you need someone dynamic, charming, high energy. I want Cuba Gooding Jr. as Rod Tidwell and Jerry Maguire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It works, right? You're going to accuse me of whitewashing the movie again, yeah. so I'm, I'm really excited to give you my answer. Donald Trump. <laughs> Home Alone 2. It's, good. it's really good. Tom Cruise, 
Cole Trickle, Days of Thunder. Yeah, it's an awesome pick. Yeah, yeah, but but I, but I whitewash the role. I yep. didn't mean to. I didn't because I, I don't see in color like mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. I just see people as people. Yep, people's is people's. It's another quote. Uh, <clears throat> Max, for poops and giggles, I have a little surprise question for you. Okay, I love if, these. If you had to recast the alien with another alien from a '90s movie, Ooh. what '90s movie alien would you use? '90s movie alien. Okay, so what do we have to choose from? Ooh, the ones in Arrival are pretty cool. The Arrival, the Charlie, good. The yeah, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where they're like legs are all bent back, all weird. Yeah, um, Species is pretty good and gross. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one, actually. Mm-hmm. Predator. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They'd have to get like they'd be like hunched up in the thing driving it because they're yeah. Kind of big. <laughs> yeah, as I say, okay. like them in uh, like actual big conquering stuff is a little weird because yeah. you usually see them separately. Sure. Could you use the xenomorphs? No. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a is fire in the sky a '90s movie? Yeah, that is for my money. Yeah, the aliens in fire in the sky are the scariest aliens because I'm I'm watching. I'm like, this is based on a true story, and yep. that is their recollection of how they look. Yeah, so that would be my pick. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, that movie haunted me. It's, it's I watched it for the first movie. time a couple months ago. Such a scary movie. Yeah, I interviewed the director of. The oh, that's right on that uh, on your old podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, that's great. Talk about that, like Max, Voldemort. I've, With that being said, uh, I have some great news. We just finished our first live action recasting. Look at the camera and smile. That's your camera right there. That's the main camera. That's the TV screen. (laughs) Uh, We've just recasted Independence Day. Hopefully people liked it as much as we like doing it. That's that's what it's all about. It is. I'm excited to say that we actually have a Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight this week that you didn't screw up. So it's time for that spotlight to spot the light. We have Manny and Dan, our old school friends from the Nostalgia Test Podcast. So remember that, the Nostalgia Test Podcast, because that's their handle for their podcast, Instagram, everything. Everything. Really funny guys. Pony Express. We like, had a whole Rocky discussion. We did Rocky Four and we talked about the rankings. Was this the first crossover that we ever did with another podcast? Because I think it was. I think so. It was this or Horror Soup. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but we did, uh, they did every single Rocky movie. Yep. And we hopped in for Rocky four. Yep. Yeah. We rocked the we, one we wanted. That was amazing. <laughs> that was one of the most fun. We need to do another yeah. group, group episode with them. These guys are hilarious. The ranking almost caused a riot. I know. Like, cause oh, I go, Jesus, that's when you put Rocky five in front of three. I go four, three, five, one, two. Yeah. I just, <laughs> there's people's like monocles dropped into their tea. All right. Anyways, um, I'm excited to hear what they had to say. I think they actually did a video recording for us now that we're on video. Yeah. So I will kick it over to uh, Grandmaster DJ Coster over there to figure out how wicca, to wicca, integrate wicca. this. And let's hear what uh, Manny and Dan had to say about recasting Independence Day. What's up, guys? This is Manny and Dan from the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I want to thank Mo and Max, the Buzz and the Tower Boys, for inviting us here to give you guys our recast. Jumping right into it. Do recast. It. Taking Will Smith out. I'm getting Cuba Gooden Jr. from Jerry Maguire. I want him to punch that that alien and be like, now that was a close encounter. Jeff Goldblum, he's out of there. And we're putting Je- Tom Hanks. I'm thinking more like Forrest Gump. He met like four presidents. I he started it. a whole million dollar shrimp company. He fought in the Vietnam War. Why not get him in an alien ship? Then I got the crazy pilot. Guess what? He's going out. Jim Carrey. Lie, lie. Jim Carrey, anything. Lie, lie. Truman Show, whatever. Get Jim Carrey in there. Because imagine Jim Carrey's face. I'm back. I think the president, Ed Harris. 
that guy always has a job guy from the rock but now he's the president and he puts on that speech i love it that's it what do you got will smith and jeff goldblum i'm doing together right now because my favorite duo of all time is jay and silent bob so i'm putting jason muse in as will smith and i'm putting in kevin smith as silent bob in for jeff goldblum this is where it takes a turn here maximo if you don't if when you go into the 90s you have to look deep you have to go into the cameos because there's some crazy cameos going on crazy for bill pullman's character i'm going deep this is a deep cut i'm going glenn close cameo in hook I want that person to do that speech that Bill Pullman does. Okay. So then there's Margaret Collin, who plays like uh with Secretary of Defense, or she was one of the people in the yes. cabinet, right? I'm recasting here with Sandra Bullock from either Practical Magic or Speed. That means that Sandra Bullock is gonna have to also interact with Silent Bob. All right. So all, right. all these people have to interact with like Silent Bob, and they have yes. no way of doing this is that. just becoming an independence day silent bob movie. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> Mo Max, thanks again for inviting us. Uh, guys, don't forget to go to the Nostalgia Test Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on any uh, anywhere you go to get your podcasts. And be kind. Rewind. Peace. Thanks, guys. Well, look at that, Max. Yeah, know, yeah. You want to make fun of all my selections. And yeah. bada bing, bada boom. That's, really why, that's why Manny and Dan are my guys. Yeah. That's why they're my guys. They, I, I like how irrelevant they are about like... The Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Yeah, that's funny. They just push their agenda because they love them. I will also tell you that what they made me think of with the Glenn Close pick is, and I know at the beginning of the episode, I talked about how there are all these movies I forget are 90s movies. Mm. You you understand our last episode we did about Point Break. I made the proclamation that Point Break is to 90s action to me what Predator is to 80s action is to me. Yep. Hook is to the 90s Goonies? what Goonies is to the 80s for me. Okay. For me. Yeah, Hook hits me too, actually. Hook? Rufio. Oh, man. Rufio. Our Hook episode, that's a two-hour episode. Seriously? That's just me talking about emotions. Okay, That's yeah. me talking pure yeah. emotions. You gonna have your kids in here? Maybe. Yeah, just running around? Yes. Never landing? Yes. Yeah. Never landing. Not like Michael Jackson never landing. No, it's like you throw them and they never land. If you had to go to any island, would it be Neverland or would it be Epstein? Isn't it the same thing? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. What a terrible thing to say. I feel sick. I mean, both places, kids never grow up. And a dog. (laughs) God, dear God. All right, Max. On that note, uh, reminder, follow, subscribe, and uh, make sure you leave a review. The reviews are really important. Five stars. Let's throw a graphic in there, Coster. Nice big five glowing stars that say reminder. Five stars. I want it right there. That's great. Not so much here Here or or here. here. Right there. What did you do? (laughs) Can we do Tommy Boy? Can we do Tommy Boy? I can take a dump in a box and slap guarantee on it if you want <laughs> but for your sake your daughter's sake can we do tommy boy yeah max we can do tommy can boy. we both wear ill-fitting suits fat guy <laughs> richard little... what's happening housekeeping <laughs> housekeeping you want below you want me to come fluff below <laughs> <laughs> who's that really funny comet buddy Waggett? <laughs> what was your favorite little rascal yeah. alfalfa <laughs> or it's spanky, spanky. Tommy want wingy. Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Follow the show. Yeah. At Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N the Tower is our handle on all social media, especially TikTok, Instagram. Those are the two biggies. And uh, buzzinthetower.com for officially licensed merchandise. Buy yourself something pretty. Yeah. Get, get your lady something nice. An ill-fitting shirt, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. 
On that note, another thanks to our friends at the Nostalgia Test podcast. They did an awesome job proving that I was not mailing it in on this episode. Yeah. I had some great answers. And Max, uh, how do you want to end this episode? I've got my end. Do you have your end ready? Uh, let's try. Easy, Max. Don't blow it. Haven't you ever wanted to be part of something special? You were. I was part of something special. Release me. Bye. <laughs> what a, no, that, not bye. I have to end it too. And your, your ending was terrible. I okay. hate you. I picked a hell of a day <laughs> to quit drinking. <laughs> That's a good one. There it is. I'll also settle for, all right, you alien assholes <laughs> in the world. In a world. I got to redo it. Say ass twice. Well, now I have to say it three times. All right, you alien assholes, in the words of my generation, up yours. Hello, boys. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) Somebody stop me. (laughs) All righty then. (laughs) 